Welcome to an episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Edgar Soto. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just me today. It is just me today. I can't find my co-hosts. They're either sleeping, partying, or wrestling. One of the three. I just can't find them. But I'm here today, and the show must continue. I will be providing you guys with some AEW Impact and WWE news and rumors uh, throughout the past week or so and yeah listen i hope you guys don't get sick and tired of me i'm just here i may rant sometimes but i just provide my you know my truthful insight you know my honest opinions and listen if you agree or disagree we, you know we the video version up on youtube you can comment and if not listen we're on major platforms tiktok uh twitter facebook instagram hit us up there you know where to find us so let's start the show with sting announcing that he will officially retire at aew's revolution in 2024 the icon the legend the franchise sting 64 years old hall of famer this is his last run this is his last run and i'm looking forward to it uh, Sting has been one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. Him and The Undertaker, both similar, right? But Sting, it was like, whether it was a promo, whether it was a wrestling match, whether it was a backstage segment, whether it was, you know, uh, expecting a, a lights-out moment, Sting was always must-see TV uh, wherever wherever he went, you know, whether it was WCW, whether it was Impact, TNA, whether it was WWE, even in AEW, it was just every time Sting uh, was on TV, you just had to watch. With Sting, nothing's for sure. So it's I even met Sting uh, a couple years ago at the big uh, big event in here in New York. It was a signing, and just able to get his autograph, shake his hand. It was just a surreal moment for me. I was starstruck. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> And listen, it's, it's sad to see uh, a, a legend retire, you know, especially one of your favorite wrestlers. But, you know, as a kid, you think that these wrestlers would go on forever. But Father Time's undefeated. And, you know, staying, he's taking his his uh, bumps and bruises. And, you know, if his body can go, it's time to hang it up. So this will be Sting's final run. Uh, till AEW's revolution which i think usually takes place in like march or april now the real question is who will sting's final opponent be now you can throw several names there you know chris jericho paul white because of the wcw ties right you can throw out you know up and comers you know like ricky starks right warlow right I personally think if there's one person um, for Sting's final match that makes complete sense, uh, it's none other than Darby Allen. Uh, it just makes too much sense. Ever since Sting has debuted for AEW, he has been a mentor. He has been a kind of like a father figure uh, and a protector to Darby Allen, right? And now with staying announcing his retirement i feel like it's only fitting to have that one-on-one -on -one match between them you know and listen i was one 
and, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only one who thought, oh, all right, when is Darby possibly turning on Sting? Now, I don't see it that way when it when it comes to this potential matchup. I just see it as Sting's passing of the torch to Darby, right? Um, obviously, they have the whole face paint uh, similarities going, right? Uh, and, you know, it, it would be nice for, for Sting to stick around and probably do like a manager role, right, to Darby. But I think, uh, yeah, I think this is it. This is it. And, again, the guy who makes the most sense, it's Darby. None other than Darby. But it's going to be sad to see Sting leave uh, for the reasons that I just mentioned. Uh, but I hope he enjoys retirement. Definitely look into this final run. And, you know, listen, we talk about Sting. You look at his, his body of work, right? I'm going to quickly start with WCW because – this is what I saw. I mean, listen, there's, there's pre WCW, right? There's a, what NWA, but from what I witnessed with my own eyes, you know, Sting's feud with Hollywood Hogan, right? Sting's feud with the end, the entire NWO, um, even during, uh, Oh, Sting's when, when Sting joined the NWO Wolfpack rocking the red face paint, that was cool. Uh, even during WCW's, you know, not so good days, right? Uh, his feud with Vampiro, I feel like criminally underrated. I mean, I know there's been like talks about how that feud went and whatnot, but I personally enjoyed it. Then his impact days, right? His feuds with, with Abyss, that was pretty cool. You know, that, that was pretty cool, right? Christian Cage, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, right? uh just just what he did for the wrestling you know business i mean obviously there was the wcw days his feud with triple h and and seth rollins and i feel like injuries cheated us from seeing sting versus undertaker right and even though they were both past their primes it's something that we still wanted to see right so it's going to be sad to see sting retire but i'm happy for him and I wish him the best of luck in the future and um, to an awesome wrestling career. So now Tony Khan mentioned that he had a surprise for Sting, and that was none other than the nature boy, Ric Flair. Now, it might be controversial, right? Because of, you know, the episode of The Dark Side of the Ring, which featured the the, the plane ride from hell and the allegations from the flight attendant you know of rick flair's actions so i'm i'm not sure how people are going to react to this but rick flair was supposed to debut for AEW about two or three years ago until that episode aired kind of canceling all those plans now i don't i don't know what i don't know if this is just a one one night appearance i mean i'm reading online that this this rick flair storyline or i'm sorry rick flair's involvement or appearances might continue throughout things run so you know that would be on i think what revolution 2024 might be march or april so we might see some appearances from rick flair till then i mean it is a shocking moment because it was like 
came out of left field. And like, it was like, all right, you hear the theme song, and it's like, all right, could that really be Ric Flair? And it was Ric Flair, right? Um, I, listen, I know people, some people are going to take it the, the, the wrong way um, of Ric Flair, but this was just a, a last gift for Sting. Um, and it was nice to see. Uh, obviously, you know, Sting and Ric Flair ended their career. I mean, had their final match in WCW together. And they've always had a close bond and, and relationships. It was just nice to see Ric Flair and Sting reunited. Um, now, one of the storylines in AEW that has a lot of people talking and has generated a lot of buzz over the last couple of weeks is the individual in the devil mask, the individual in MJF's devil mask. Now, for those who don't know, a couple of weeks back, it was four individuals along with one in the devil's mask. They took out Jay White. And that devil mask is obviously too familiar. It was, it's a mask that MJF has used in his entrances regularly. Now, question is, who is the one in the devil mask? And, you know, a lot of people started throwing up different, different options out there, right? So let's start with, I'll give you guys a couple of options, see where this goes. Let's go with, MJF, right? That's 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 one of the choices. MJF. Now, it, it could very well be MJF after all, right? Who knows? Maybe it's him. Maybe it's somebody he hired. You know, when it comes to MJF and the Bullet Club, it's all about numbers. Obviously, Bullet Club has four. MJF is just by himself. Maybe he hired a couple people, right? Maybe he orchestrated this to make it seem like it wasn't him, right? Um, that's that's one possibility. Uh, I'm not too strong. Like, I don't really feel like it's MJF, but you can't just, like, you know, eliminate that option. Um, then you have Roderick Strong, right? You have Roderick Strong, uh, who... This is one of his best runs of all time. And, you know, he he said he well, he claimed to Adam Cole that, you know, that he was going to have uh, a, you know, MGF's back and whatnot. Listen, it's a possibility. But looking back, if you look at the video, right, at that JY being attacked, I could have sworn I saw one of the guys wearing a neck brace. So I think personally think Roderick Strong is involved, but you know, who knows? He, he could be the guy behind the devil mask, you know, but definitely think he's somewhat involved. Right. Which leads to me to Adam Cole. Um, now Adam Cole, you know, th- there's been some teases, right. Of him kind of like wanting to attack MGF, not pulling the trigger. Right. And then there's there's the fact that, you know, the kingdom and Roderick Strong are there and, you know, they all have history. And, you know, to me, they're the obvious suspects, right? M4. Now, again, remember, it's, it's, it's four attackers and one wearing the devil as a mask. So Adam Cole, 
you would think he's the one who has uh, the most access to MJF, right? To MJF's locker room. He could have easily stolen the mask, right? And I know, you know, there's this whole uh, injury that he's facing. Now, I'm not, I'm not sure if that injury is legit. But again, who knows? You know? Um, then I think another one you could probably throw that if you want to throw like a surprise, right? Um, is Dolph Ziggler. The name Dolph Ziggler, ever since WWE let him go, Dolph Ziggler has been a name that has been associated with AEW. And if you want to make an impact, right? Uh, make a, you know, for a debut, he's a person that I would consider being in the devil's mask. Another person that we haven't seen in a while, who's another possibility is jungle boy. We haven't seen jungle boy since the incident between him and punk. Now, speaking of punk, I know a lot of people's like, Oh, imagine if that's punk, you know, wearing the devil's mask. I think it's highly unlikely. I think punk has cut all ties with AEW and, and vice versa. Now, we'll play the what if if it was punk then aew just created or probably has has just done the biggest swerve in recent history but i really don't think it is cm punk if i'm if i'm a betting man i think it's either adam cole i'm gonna go with adam cole and jungle boy jack perry i i think one of those two uh could be uh you know, again, we have to see more. You have to see more, uh, more clues, more, you know, because I mean, obviously, right. All right. So every time, uh, Bullet Club, right. So Bullet Club won on collision and then lights went out, devil's mask, guy in the devil's mask made, you know, an appearance on the Titan Tron and then Jay White looked shook. So, is this guy really stalking Jay White or is he stalking MJF? So that's the question we have to keep in mind because it's like, what's happening here, right? Uh, next, we have tremendous news. News that I was completely hyped about and that's TNA Wrestling being officially back. Uh, the only thing that I, I love, listen, I, I love TNA. Um, it, it, what attracted me to TNA right back then was the six-sided ring because it was unusual. It was something that's different, right? Uh, and I don't think that's coming back, but just the fact that, you know, um, the name TNA is coming back, uh, I think it, it's a step in the right direction for the company, right? And we've seen TNA impact. It's been a roller coaster ride, right? Um, I think in terms of like, financial right it's just been you know once at good you know i would say they were at a good point and then you know financial problems kicked in and it was, it's just been a roller coaster right and uh, i think the last several years they haven't gotten enough credit for the the stars that you know that have been created right the storylines right um uh, and they kind of like reinvented themselves, right? Um, and yeah, I'm just hyped. The fact that, you know, uh, TNA finally returning, uh, 
for a heart uh, for their pay-per-view hard to kill on january 13th i'm definitely looking forward to that and i'm excited to see what goes you know what goes on going forward i'm really excited um and and i'm happy for them and then i'm happy for all the wrestlers within the company you know they it's well deserved so uh kudos to tna this past week we had wwe nxt uh halloween havoc and what a what an event <laughs> what an event i think you know overall the show definitely produced real quick with we'll start off with roxanne perez and kiana james who both delivered in that opening match uh again i've always been a fan and supporter of roxanne uh, roxanne perez i feel like again she gives me she gives me aj lee vibes right and i feel like the future is super bright for her she is going to be a known name like known name talent and a superstar for years to go to come and um and even Kiana James, Kiana James looks super impressive. They, listen, I, the, the opening match was solid. I liked it. And the performance from both definitely exceeded expectations. So, yeah, towards the end, Roxanne Perez had a, a little nice sequence. Um, and I thought this, this match was fun. So kudos to both Kiana and Roxanne. Now, one of the things that was definitely definitely looking forward to was lexus king now again the match might have been not all that great right but i'm definitely looking forward to lexus king as he kind of like establishes himself as a big name in nxt and i'm looking forward to what he does when when brian pillman jr uh worked in aew just the name Brian Pillman, it's a big wrestling name, right? And I feel like AEW didn't take advantage, right, of Brian Pillman. They put him in a tag team, and it was eh, right? It was stale. There was nothing going for him. And ever since his transition into NXT, from the promos to the look, he has the potential to be a big star. Um, Now, again just love the fact that he changes his name to Lexus King, which is, I, I found it was a, it was a pretty dope name. And the fact that he is trying to make a name for himself without using his late father's name, uh, I think is just, is just genius to be honest with you. So yeah, like Lexus King NXT and, and forgive me. I think I'll, I think quite a few people, will agree with me during brian pillman's uh aew run it was kind of boring i'm just gonna flat out and say it was boring and now with this kind of edgier character in lexus king i think a lot of eyes are going to be on him so watch out for lexus king in, in 2024 so we had the uh the nxt tag team championships uh the family versus chase U. And never in my wildest dreams would I picture the finish of Chase U defeating the family to become the new NXT Tag Team Champions. 
we we saw the finish where you know kind of like jc jane try to give andre chase the crowbar to cheat to win he refused and you know he did a kind of like a kind of like a sunset flip kind of thing you know to steal the victory and the tag team championships and it was just a feel-good moment you know well deserved uh, I, I thought the family's tag team run was a little lackluster they had potential there but you know but overall the match itself was very fun to watch looking forward to see what chase you does with the nxt tag team championships going forward i mean you know uh i think chase you once a once upon a time was one of the hottest things in nxt and then it kind of like you know kind of like died down a little bit um but you know with duke hudson i guess you can t- you can say seemingly turning face and then you have uh you know now you have jc jane right alongside you know andre chase right it's gonna be interesting to see that that relationship right it's like all right what is what is jc jane's true intentions with chase you I mean, listen, this is, this is Shawn Michaels cooking. Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels has done in NXT has been tremendous. Um, then we had the, the lights out match, Blair Davenport and Gigi Dolan, which to me, uh, it just didn't do it for me. It didn't click. Uh, I, I think their first, their last match was a hundred percent better than this. But yeah, with the whole, the whole lights out match, for me, for my opinion, it just didn't work out. And then, you know, cutting to fast forward to the main event, right? Uh, Lyra versus Becky Lynch for the NXT Women's Championship, in which we saw Lyra of Valkyria win and claim the championship, in which was a phenomenal match. And when I mentioned Roxanne Perez as being the future right uh, somebody to watch out for the future you can plug in lyra and becky deserves all the credit in the world for what she did uh a, a lot of people were conflicted about becky lynch being nxt champion but the only thing she did was elevate superstars right she elevated everyone she faced she elevated and and that's what you want from a veteran so Becky deserves all the credit in the world. Again, it, it, I'm excited to see Lyra's run. Uh, I'm really excited. Who's next in line? I mean, listen, we saw Jade Cargill scout the match, right? And it's like Jade Cargill has been doing a lot of scouting. She's been in Raw. She's been in SmackDown. And she sat to, to watch this match. So uh, could Lyra and, and, and Jade Cargill be a match down the road? very possible but the back and forth the chemistry the history the storytelling between becky lynch and lyra was there which made this match phenomenal sure did so everyone's favorite dave Meltzer of the wrestling observer newsletter mentioned that roman reigns will will likely skip or will officially skip survivor series and to be honest, I think this is a major L. Uh, this is one, you know, this is one of your core four pay-per-views and your champ, right? 
your undisputed champ is missing the show. I mean, I just don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, you could have had him face uh, Seth Rollins, right? Because it looks like WWE is going to that brand versus brand kind of thing now, which I'm definitely excited for. You could have had him face Seth Rollins, right? And I know a lot of people, you know, we, we've seen Seth Rollins and, and, and Roman Reigns time and time, but their match is always delivered. So what's, what's, any, what's anything different? So I think, you know, you need that star power. And um, I mean, if he's not going to have a match, that's fine, but at least have him make an appearance, right? Um, it just, I, I don't know. I mean, you could... When it came to Roman Reigns, you could have had him in a one-on-one match with Seth Rollins, or 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 you could have had him in the traditional five-on-five, right? Him being leader of SmackDown versus, let's say, if Seth was the leader of Raw, you could have had that. Having Roman Reigns miss the show, in my opinion, is a huge mistake. Again, this is just rumors, so we still haven't, you know, we still have to get through crown jewels which i will give my predictions in just a few minutes but come on he's your undisputed universal champion and i know he's on this like part-time schedule but survivor series is your was one of your core four pay-per-views and to miss that i just think it's a huge l speaking of survivor series and i know he's been one of the guys we've mentioned in our previous episodes time and time again just keeps on coming cm punk comments on his survivor series rumors right so this is what you know this is what he he had said he said i have an injury in the family my dog larry blew his little dog acl i'm literally just spending time spending my time with him i know that sounds a little crazy but he is my son and i take care of him and treat him as such everything's kind of stopped i'm unfortunate to be able to just take time off from everything i've canceled a couple of things i have coming up now listen that's true sorry about your dog but i'm not buying it i am not buying it at all um and here's why Let's go back to the time Cody Rhodes was in negotiations with WWE. Dave Meltzer reported that negotiations fell through, and next thing you know, Cody's at WrestleMania having a match with Seth Rollins, right? Same thing he said with CM Punk, that negotiations fell through, or there, there's no interest from WWE side. I mean, there is interest from Punk side, but there is an interest from WWE. For me, it's just hard to believe that when you have week after week after week, there's references of CM Punk. Now, it's some of them can be a reach. I 100% agree with it. But some of them, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. And, you know, with what happened in, in last episode of Monday Night Raw with Nakamura and his promo, something tells me that we could possibly see CM Punk versus Nakamura. I feel like Nakamura the mo- is the one person who's been doing this. You know, he's been using the GTS, right? He's been referencing little things that CM Punk would say in his promos. Corey Graves have said it. I just think 
it wasn't meant to if punk if punk i don't know if punk wasn't making an appearance with wwe there would be no references like that and i just feel like every and i'm tuning in every week trying to look for a reference and it's like boom 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 like one after the other and i'm like okay so but again i'm not too confident i'm like at a 75 80 percent that that's that's my confidence level of, of CM Punk joining WWE. I mean, and it's like, listen, it's Survivor Series, it's Chicago, it's just imagine, imagine if CM Punk were to make a debut, or I mean, not debut, I'm sorry, a return to WWE, that place would absolutely lose it, lose it. Um, again, look at kind of like the path of Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes before he left AEW, he was booed. He was, I guess he wasn't like appreciated by the fans, right? Making that assumption. And once he joined WWE, it was just the crowd love him, him and especially his theme song, right? Just imagine if CM Punk were to return to WWE, the pop that that would get, right? So honestly, uh, I don't know. I think the stars are aligning and Listen, if Survivor Series wasn't in Chicago, my conference level wouldn't be that high. But since it's in Chicago, I don't know. Pretty up there. It's pretty up there. Um, so Crown Jewel is a couple couple days away. When is Crown Jewel? Crown Jewel, November 4th. Okay, next week. Next week, Saturday, right? They have announced a couple of matches. Interesting to see how this unfolds. So we have Cody Rhodes versus Damian Priest. I got Cody Rhodes winning. I got Cody Rhodes winning. Yeah, Cody Rhodes winning. I mean, even though I feel like, yeah, yeah, Cody Rhodes. I got Cody Rhodes. Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul. All right, now, <laughs> I feel like Rey Mysterio could win with a roll-up, but how how hot you know what? I'm going with Logan Paul. After what I saw Monday Night Raw, him and Dominic Mysterio, it's very, very possible just to kind of like build Survivor Series. We can see Dominic Mysterio cost Rey Mysterio the United States Championship. And just imagine the heat of Logan Paul holding a United States Championship. I think that's the right call. I'm going with Logan Paul. WWE Women's Championship, EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. Um, eesh. This is, uh, this is, all right, this is, this is interesting. I'm going with, I'm going with Bianca here. I, I feel like WWE can't have her losing her return match. And I know that the numbers game is on EO's favor. But Bianca could potentially have Charlotte in her corner to make the save. And this is kind of like a redemption for Bianca, you know, since she lost the championship in Puerto Rico. That backlash. Yep, I'm going with Bianca. Yep. John Cena versus Solo. So, all right. Um, so Cena has been looking for a win. He has been contemplating retirement, but to be honest with you, 
and this is just fun because it's like when I see John Cena versus Solo, this is like watching John Cena versus Umaga, which is great because they both had some banger matches that, you know, that rivalry was pretty dope. I'm going with Solo. Obviously, Solo needs it more than John Cena. You know, and, you know, John Cena with all these losses, he's giving back to the company. I just just makes more sense to have Solo win. And that would be a big victory for Solo over the, you know, over the future Hall of Famer. So, yeah, give me Solo here. The Women's World Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Zoe Stark. Give me Rhea Ripley all day. There's no way she loses the championship in this match. I just don't see um, none of the other competitors, Nia, Shayna, Raquel, Zoe. I just don't see a scenario where they win the championship. It has to be Rhea. I mentioned before, I think Rhea's probably going to hold the championship all the way to WrestleMania where she she she's defending this championship against Becky. I already, that's the match. I mean, they've been bumping each other too many times backstage. It's only a matter of time. Rhea's going to hold the championship, so I'm going with Rhea. The World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. So now, as much as I would want Drew McIntyre to win here, I like Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins retains. I feel like I feel like Seth Rollins might win with like a roll-up here, which would probably trigger Drew McIntyre's uh, heel run. The last couple of weeks, we've been seeing this uh, different side from Drew, you know. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, we've seen Drew kind of, like, state, you know, that he's not here. Like, he wants Seth to be at 100%. And the fact that, I don't know, it's interesting because, I mean, Drew also has this whole thing with, 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 with Rhea, right, and the Judgment Day. So, I mean, all right, who knows? Seth Rollins wins. <clears throat> Drew McIntyre may have a post-match beatdown, allowing Priest to cash in. I kind of like the sound of that, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I'm going that route. And uh, then we have Roman Reigns versus LA Knight. Knight being the hottest WWE superstar as of late. You know, the, the fans love him. And listen, it feels like week after week, he he just the crowd reactions to LA Knight just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So, but unfortunately, it's not LA Knight's time to shine. I got Roman Reigns here winning. Listen, if LA Knight <laughs> beats Roman Reigns, that would be one of the most shocking results of 2023. I mean, up there with like you know the Usos beating Roman Reigns and Solo, it would be one of those, but. But yeah, I just don't see where Roman Reigns loses his undisputed WWE Universal Championship here. So I'm going with Roman Reigns. So to recap, I'm going Reigns, Rollins, Ripley, Solo, Bianca, Logan, and Cody Rhodes. And our last topic of the day is Mr. Will Ospreay, free agent Ospreay. Where will where will Will Ospreay land? Listen, so obviously, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll state the obvious companies. There's AEW, right? There's WWE, and there's Impact, which is now turning into TNA. And he's been working, you know, Impact Wrestling as of late. 
and then rumors have it that if he were to sign with WWE, he would be the face of like NXT Europe, which is the brand that they're, you know, the brand that's under construction, you know, with WWE. So I personally believe wherever he goes, it's great because of, of the talent that he is. He's once in a lifetime talent. Um, and, you know, just the, the the different match of the year candidates he can have within each company, right? But ultimately, I think I think he will go to AEW because it's already he's already familiarized with them. It's just plain and simple. It's like uh, you don't know what to expect. I think WWE could be an intriguing option because Triple H is the one running behind creative right so that might you know that might elevate his interest right in wwe if it was vince he was just no he would i don't think he would even consider it but since it's triple h right and then his buddy Shawn michaels running nxt and just seeing the progression of the nxt brand that could be that, that could be a real threat but obviously the favorites in my opinion is AEW uh again AEW it's like he can fight his his uh his wrestling style right with WWE he might have to like tweak it right but again you know with AEW and their connection with New Japan uh I feel like that's his best fit and that's you know ultimately ultimately where he ends up uh aew so i mean listen time will tell uh and that's something that a lot of people will keep their eyes out especially myself so uh, we'll see what happens in the upcoming months so that will do it on this week's episode of the sunset flip wrestling podcast if you want to catch the video version you can tune in to youtube which will be uploaded shortly probably tonight or tomorrow and then if you if you want to catch the audio version we're on spotify we're on apple podcast uh if you want to interact with us we're on all major social media platforms we're on instagram we're on x facebook tiktok so yeah listen we are the sunset flip wrestling podcast and we're slowly growing week in and week out and yeah, don't be afraid to you know, hit us up. We love, again, mentioned this before, we love interacting with our fans, especially me on Twitter. But yeah, that will do it for this week's episode. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in and we will catch you guys next week.